0: Hey everyone, this is Caitlin and this is Lacey and this is women in the trailer industry Mm -hmm. Today we're going to talk about leadership skills things that we look for when we're hiring for new leaders and what we think is what people should possess trying to be in a leadership position or any position when you're trying to get a new job or Um, that was weird, Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) trying to get a new job or, you know, your job right now, for instance. Um, So, Lacey, what are some skills that you think are important for someone to have when going into a new job?
1: Um, Well, I think I'll just start with with, by saying, like, I personally think, and this is just loosely my opinion, um, that there's three different kinds of people. um, And as far as, like, when you're going to hire for a position or whenever you're applying for a position, um, so there's the kind of people that are like um, go-getters. They always want to climb. You know whenever you're talking to them, like they may be coming into a job, but they are going to be looking for the next step up. What is that next step? And then there's people that um, really own their position and the comfortability of that, and they dominate it. They're not really looking to get anywhere else. They just want to be good at what they're doing, which all good things, right? We need all people. But, um, and then there's also the people that are going to come in for the job that they um, think that they're good at, and their probably skill set is intact and and good and ready to for them to grow, but they may be fearful. Um, I think a lot of people are fearful of that next step, and really the unknown is what they're fearful of—not that they can't don't have the skill set to do it, but just the unknown of what it's going to require. So, I think um, just some things <coughs> that that you know, just going into a job you're going to have different kinds of people. Um, Things that are good as far as leadership goes is, number one, confidence. Even if you don't truly feel confident um, in what you're doing, exuding that confidence and really putting that, uh, kind of like that vibe on yourself to be confident. Um, And I'm sorry, I got kind of like on a tangent, so I'm losing my train of thought. But um, what are some things that, that you feel like are... Well,
0: one of the most important for me is self-confidence but in a way of whether you're confident or not if you're coming into a new place just don't put that opinion on everybody right um and I say that because we just had that recent experience but um as a new person and especially as someone in a leadership position like you don't need to give the perspective that you're not confident in what you can do for one um or that there's some reason I wouldn't think that you were here for a long term and things like that. So I think it's just a a time when you should really kind of watch what you're saying so you're not giving that bad first impression to people because then those people are like, well, did I hire the right person? Right. Or like, what's going on? Am I constantly going to have to like tend to this person's like, personal development Mm -hmm. as far as confidence and all these things go um so that's a big one for me like i hired you for your skill set and that you know that what you're doing um i don't want to second guess you so you don't need to second guess you because then what are we left with after that um then your other point to your number one one of your characteristics of people is you know the person who's driven to get stuff done And I see that a lot with people we hire here. You know, They're wanting those leadership positions. They're wanting to go, 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 go. Um, but then we do have the people in those second positions where they just want to do their job. They want to feed their family. They want to go home. And nothing's wrong with that. You right. know, we appreciate those people, too, because they're consistent. Yes. They're not always chasing the next best thing. Um, because sometimes when you don't have that next best thing to offer people, Um, They get stuck and that's not, they don't enjoy that. And they feel stagnant too. Yeah. So then they may decide to do something else. So I do think you need all kinds of people. I do definitely think that, you know, um, confidence is a big one for me because I don't want to second guess you, you know. So I don't want to have that thought in my head all the time.
1: And confidence really, to me, comes from, um, like you said, your own skill set. Um, And that doesn't have to be directly tied to whatever job it is that you're because like I say that because you can go in with a skill set that gives you the resources that you need to learn and to train in a certain job that you may not have had previous experience in, but you are confident that you have the skill set like you're resourceful and you can um, ask questions when needed. And um, if you can't find something, then you will try to figure it out like those kinds of things play into your confidence that that's, that's really what you need mm-hmm. and not like, oh, well, I know how to do X, Y, Z for this job. Yeah. That's all trained, right?
0: So Exactly. Yeah, and I think another, you know, quality that I see in a bunch of leaders is resilience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I use that word. I was talking to Juan the other day, and it's because everyone here who's moved up has constantly things thrown at them. Yeah. Um, and resilience in a way of, You know, critical thinking, like you can think on your feet, something's thrown there, but also there's always a different opinion on what your decision was. So that resilience of, this is my decision, standing firm in that, and just being resilient to everybody else's opinion of whether you made the right decision or the wrong decision, because at the end of the day, it's your results, And it's really not their opinion that matters. So um, just resilience in that aspect because you always have people questioning your decisions. And so just, you know, I put blinders on. I don't specifically, but... I would say just put blinders on and do the work and make the decisions and just be confident in those. Um, So resilience is another That's a hard one too because
1: a lot of people are people pleasers and it's hard when you know that there's a kickback in whatever decision you've made. First of all, it takes a lot to make a decision to change a process or to do something Mm -hmm. a certain way. And you feel like you've thought it all through. So when you make that decision, you want to feel good about it. And then when people give you blowback, you're like... Should I question myself? And it, that's yeah. so that's like this whole like mind game that you start playing with yourself. But that goes back also to resilience and confidence in knowing that you did do the, the things that needed to be done to make that good decision. Yeah,
0: so. yeah. And I think decisions, you know, um, become more complicated than they need to be. Like, yeah. just make the decision it's and roll true. on. And you know, um, and if
1: it turns out that it's okay that people aren't perfect, right? So if you make a bad decision, you can be resilient and change that. And like be open to change and yeah. and making it better as long as you're open to that.
0: Yeah. And flexible. I mean, it's okay yes. if you're wrong. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was wrong. Only change it. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. So But if you never make the decision, that gets into another whole thing of like you're never growing, you're never moving if you're always hesitant to make a decision because somebody's going to be mad at that because there's always going to be somebody not okay with what you've you've done.
0: Yeah. And so you just have to keep moving it forward. And, you know, um, I don't really know what I was going to say after that because we (laughs) said it all in the first one. But um, just really possessing those skills, always, you know, doing the work, putting your blinders on, especially as a leader. Um, Do you have anything else to add? Also,
1: being – Uncomfortable sometimes is a good thing because it forces you to um, have to get out of your comfort zone to think about things in a different way that you may not have (coughs) thought about before. Um, Sometimes being uncomfortable in a situation is a good growth opportunity as a leader because you leaders always have to learn. They always have to grow. They always have to hear their team because their team's in the weeds and they're doing the day-to-day and they have to be open to what they're saying and that might mean that you have to change your thought process because operationally it's going to work better because of what they've said so being uncomfortable sometimes in something is is a good thing it's where growth happens
0: yeah and we definitely experienced that we recently went through quarterly conversations and you know in the past we've never just had a sit-down moment um except casually maybe yes that it was like, okay, tell me what's going right. Tell me what's going wrong. Tell me what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. And um, it's uncomfortable because no one wants to hear like negative feedback on yeah. themselves, right? Everything wants to be hunky-dory, but um, usually there's underlying things going on, um, underlying feelings and people. And it was just interesting for us to be uncomfortable in those moments. Um, and. I think that's going to lead us to being more comfortable, which I think is the point of it. But, you know, to your point, being uncomfortable actually does create that growth. You know, we're training new leaders now and it's so funny to be able to coach them in a way like they're nervous. They don't know what to say. They don't know how to be transparent. And like, we kind of feel like it's easy at this point, but we were there and we're the ones who didn't want to do it. And, so, it's just interesting to watch the new leaders, like, grow in yeah. that, in that um, self-growth kind of aspect of being comfortable with their employees. So. And that's
1: a, like, really good point that you make is to always, like, if when you are in the leadership position and you are training somebody or helping somebody else who is coming into a leadership position, remember where you were. Like, remember those feelings that you had. It may not be uncomfortable for you now, but it was. And so to be able to relate and to coach in that way is yeah. is a really good thing.
0: One thing I've recently come to the conclusion with myself is, you know, hear your people if they're continually asking you the same thing or they don't know and we kinda had a conversation or they don't know how to answer their question. Uh, maybe we're not giving them the right resources. And as much as we think we are, because we're telling them every day, we're doing this, they're doing that. There's something that is not coming across to everybody in the group, whether it be one person who's struggling, like I've just come to the conclusion, I'm going to repeat myself probably about a thousand times. And then, you know, we said it in our group powwow the other day, it's been I don't know. I feel about two years and I finally feel like some of the things we were putting in place two years ago have actually come around and like the issues we were dealing with two years ago are not the issues we're dealing with now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we've jumped this whole level you know, of just employeeship, you know, yes. which is a good thing. And there's still issues and all that good stuff. But from what it was, it's just jumped up so much more. And I think that's just keeping the pace and implementing, implementing, implementing and reinforcing yes. constantly to to reach those goals. So
1: absolutely. They
0: said seven quarters. So I guess that's true because it has been about two years um, that I felt like we've been repeating ourselves, right? So, but
1: stay the course too. I mean, you, it, it is frustrating sometimes because you're like, golly, I've said this so many <laughs> times, but it, it's, it's also nice to be on the other end of it when you do see after two years that those issues we were having have resolved or dissolved because of the things that we keep repeating and saying and being consistent on. So, that's a good, a good reinforcement that we're doing the right thing. But. Right.
0: Absolutely. I mean, Anything I, else?
1: No, I think we hit pretty much all the high-level stuff.
0: All right. Well, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. I think it will be after the winter break. Yes. Um, and Lacey will have a little one on the way. Yeah. So if you'll like and subscribe anywhere that you hear us, um, you'll stay updated when we come back on. And we look forward to seeing you then.
1: Yeah, don't forget to follow Full Send uh, with Juan Hernandez. And we did do uh, like a farewell podcast with all three of us together, which is pretty fun to do. I like when we get together and do those things. So follow us with there, too.
0: All all right. Well, Thank you guys for, for watching. All right. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye.